0: Right, well, Series 6 is coming up this week. Are you excited? Yes. It's meant to be even better than Series 5.
1: I don't remember Series 5 anymore. What?! I forgot all the details to make room for more facts about apricots. Well,
0: don't you think as a Doctor Who podcaster, facts about Series 5 would be more useful to you?
1: Too late now. It's all gone. I'm a blank slate. A tabula rasa, if you will.
0: Well, couldn't we try the four chords treatment? Whaty? The four chords treatment. Like Most Doctor Who parody songs are written with the same four chords in progression. Like there's like literally hundreds of them. But scientists have found that the same four chords can also stimulate the memory centres of the brain.
1: Really? That doesn't sound
0: very likely. No, it's true. Let me show you. You recognise this? Yes, that
1: is Don't Stop Exterminating by Journey's
0: End. There's a few more Doctor Who spoof songs with the same chords. I'll start you off. My life is brilliant, that's what I think. I saw an angel, tried not to blink. People kill and people
2: die and kids at dust won't hear them crying. In this dream I am the champ, hit that granny with a lamp. Forever Regenerate forever young So I'll wait, don't be late I'll go wherever you will go Will you kiss the pond tonight? Nobody seems to know about Rory But that don't matter because Take me road. home to Ledworth To the place where I'll give birth I'm the biggest fish, the nastiest in all Italy Calvi, Calvi. Oh, I can't live covered in whale goo Pictures of you, pictures of me Painted by Van Gogh for the world to see And she
0: will
2: be queen And she will be qu- What? When I find myself in times of trouble Jammy Dodgers prove handy
0: They come from a tribe down under
2: They say that Amy was a good girl Always so appealing Family sword as ideas in her brain I'm in sunlight and I've never been up here before Come on now bro don't taste me Wait for me when I come around Amy When I come around I'll be back No, no, I'll the soil is trying to drag me A away A from everything It's nothing that I thought to parlour My dirt. prison to I'm joy I am once again I've blown I, to I, I can not I I just shut the one I love Despite my land, I am still what account.
0: about Roronicus?
2: Stephen, why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? I see the way you're using presolutions. I can see it. that she's playing with me. Well, that's okay, because I've got no self esteem. With a thousand oh, lies oh, and a good oh, disguise. Oh, why's yeah. your mouth got scary oh, eyes? Why's yeah. your mouth got scary eyes? What's in your head? What's in your head? Dalek, 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 Leg, Leg, Leg leg. It's too late to abdicate It's too late Just gonna stand, watch the tides burn Cause that's alright, because it's warming all the earth I'm plastic, it's my endeavour To be at her side forever Can't read in my spoiler book.
0: Hello, sweetie. cliff graffiti. How
2: long, how long will I wait? Suitcase so, so, on my stars exploding do. all the way across the sky. Yeah, yeah, so intense. Do, do. Enjoy yourself. Do, do, do. Just don't do, try to do. go. more than a ship. It's a TARDIS. Doesn't that sound familiar? Something old and something new. Doesn't that make you shiver? It's borrowed and it's blue. And doesn't that seem peculiar? Because nothing's what it was before. It's someone you must remember. A person that you lack. That's all it takes to bring him back.
1: Did you know that apricots dried without sulphur go brown instead of orange?
0: Yes.
3: Hello and welcome to the Oodcast, this is season 3, episode 13.
0: You nearly said fourteen because you don't I want did. it to be thirty. No, I really don't want it to be thirty. You're anyway,
3: trick-a-dick-a-phobic. We are back in our weekly pattern, so we're back in the old recording venue, um, but the same old faces around the table with me. There's Andy. Hello, Chris. Hello there, and lovely Laura.
1: I object to the use of old. I don't have an old it face.
3: Was specifically directed at you, so I apologise. <sighs> You cad, sir! You cad. Anyway, so this episode is going to be our pre. We're previewing season six, which I I think it's fair to say we're all reasonably excited.
0: A bit. I can't wait.
3: I really can't wait. It's going to be amazing. Um, So let's just kick on. Let's go straight into Oodcast news.
1: The actor Brian Blessed has been confirmed for the autumn half of season six. He has apparently been cast as the voice of an imperiled baby
3: otter. Stephen Moffat has revealed how the show's secrets have been kept quiet so far this year. Speaking to reporters, he said that after asking the press very nicely not to give things away, he invited the editor of the Sun newspaper round to his office for coffee, where he has been kept tied to a chair ever since. The
4: Merker is hotly tipped to play a key role in the forthcoming seafaring episode, The Curse of the Black Spot. The
0: silence to get their own radio series.
1: Dr. Robin Bunce of Cambridge University claims to have explained why we find Daleks so scary. He said the fear inspired by the creatures is nothing to do with their robotic cries of exterminate or their relentless attempts to conquer the world, but because we are worried we might become like them. Dr. Bunce said, according to their backstory, once they were capable of genuine emotion and real moral good. Now they are sexless, heartless brains who have forgotten what it means to laugh. His comments have drawn widespread agreement and fears that perhaps such a change is not far off for the rest of us. In their impregnable fortresses of privilege, bent on eliminating all they see as below them, without any empathy, endlessly screaming moronic slogans. Why, that's not unlike the Conservative
4: Party, said one listener. Claims that leading textile producers are in talks with the Cybermen have been flatly denied.
0: And finally... The BBC have cancelled season six after realising they've shown the whole thing in preview.
2: Oodcast news.
0: Okay, then. Well, welcome to the preview episode uh, of the Oodcast. We will be seeing a brand new Doctor Who on our screens, and we at the Oodcast are excited.
1: Ecstatic. Exterminate.
0: <laughs> uh, so we thought we'd give this episode over to a bit of speculation episode by episode speculation of what we think is going to happen. But before we do that, we thought we'd quickly let you know how much we've read, sort of spoiler-wise, so how spoiled we currently are, so that you, our dear listener, can judge whether you want to hear what we think. Because if you think we're too informed, then perhaps you shouldn't listen to the rest of this. But if you think we're completely uninformed and we're just speculating, which I think we all are, that's okay. So, Andy...
4: I've read the Radio Times preview, and I've been on Doctor Who News.net, and I've seen all the trailers, and I've been trawling the internet for uh, to research. For spoilers. No, 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 I've been trawling <laughs> specifically to find out what hats Matt Smith will be wearing
3: in each episode.
0: Okay, so you are pretty spoiled, really.
4: Yes, particularly about the hats.
3: I I have read virtually nothing. I haven't read the last two copies of DWM, although I do have them, because um, I'm too scared. Um of spoiling what i'm going to see I've, I've read a couple of things on the doctor who news page but that was just interviews from press conferences and dealt with virtually nothing to do with the series
1: well i've seen um the trailer one of the trailers the one where he turns around at the beginning and he's all beardy that one i've seen that one other than that i know diddly squat
0: uh, and as for myself, I've seen the trailer that came on at the end of the Christmas special, the next trailer, the beard, well, the Beardy trailer, beardy trailer. Mm. after that. Uh, I haven't seen any of the new ones. I, I believe there's one for The Impossible Astronaut that has new scenes. I haven't seen any of those. I think it came out yesterday, so I haven't seen it either.
4: It doesn't ha- really add anything.
0: I haven't read the Radio Times preview because I hear that's the most spoilery article out of all the ones that are out at the moment because it's sort of for the casual viewer. Um, it's so basically funny. those two trailers, and I read Stephen Moffat's interview because I love that guy. OK, so uh, this is where the Udcast is. And uh, without further ado, we present our predictions for season six, starting with... The
2: impossible astronaut.
4: He's going to wear a stetson.
0: Okay, brilliant.
3: Thanks, Andy. Straight wow. in there with a uh, an amazingly brave prediction. I've summarised what I think the episodes will be based on the title alone. Excellent. So this one is going to be about an astronaut with unfeasibly large feet. And as there are no space boots made in his size, he can't therefore fly into space. So Rory knocks him up a pair of boots using the TARDIS sewing machine, but gets pricked by a poison needle.
0: Ooh, sounds good. So you think Rory's the one that's going to die? I didn't say he dies. I had that the tally marks we've seen drawn on everyone's bodies will turn out to be the TARDIS's crew way of keeping count of how many times the Doctor says Geronimo.
1: I I think the Mirka will do a poo in the middle of the Oval Office floor. (laughs) I so want that to
4: happen. Yeah. Who do you think is going to die, guys?
0: I think it's going to be the Doctor that dies. I think we're going to see his actual death at whatever point Matt Smith leaves the series. We're going to see that now, out of time. So I think probably Amy will see the Doctor actually dying uh, and then she'll spend the whole rest of the series trying to prevent his death. But I think it will be a couple of series' time and we'll actually return to this point in a couple of series when Matt Smith is actually ready to go and we're going to actually see his regeneration now. Because.
1: Really cool. Um,
0: genuinely, I don't know if the Doctor thinks right, but I'm absolutely sure that when Steve Moffat says he's going to kill one of the characters, he is going to kill them. Mm. Mark Shepard will turn out to be Badger from Firefly, and there'll be some awesome crossover adventure where Wash gets to fly the TARDIS. Nice. Um, the Silence's name will turn out to be ironic. They will actually be extremely verbose, but they will speak through their nipples. <laughs> Um, okay, this one is from what I assume is actually just a Photoshop error. You know the iconic image that the BBC released of everyone sort of reflected in the mm. Impossible mm. Astronaut's helmet? The TARDIS is got the writing the right way around in that image, which would mean that we're not actually seeing a reflection. What we're actually seeing is that the Impossible Astronaut's head is massive, like a giant fishbowl, and everyone gets trapped inside it.
4: Maybe it's actually the impossibly huge astronaut.
0: Yeah, that's what's impossible about him. Oh, uh, I have one more. This is not a silly one, actually. We've never seen the impossible astronaut's face, mm. so
4: I assume it's going to be one of the four main characters. Ooh. That had never occurred to me.
0: Dear
1: of the moon.
4: He's going to wear a Stetson with a bullet hole in it. Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting you haven't said astronaut's helmet. Yet.
4: Yeah, we know he does wear an astronaut's helmet. I've what? been researching the the deeper significance of hats in the series.
1: It could just be a two-parter about how the impossible astronaut is going to go and land on the moon or something like that and, always mm-hmm. claimed moon day. Or it could be about periods.
0: <coughs> or werewolves. <laughs> oh, no, we've already had one on that.
3: Well, I think that following on from the tone of the comic relief special, the TARDIS crew will find some cheap Venusian vodka in an abandoned room, uh, and decide to swing by Scarrow, waving their bare buttocks out the door in the way, by way of greeting. And it's known as Day oh. of the Moon. Oh, Day of the moon. oh yeah. I see,
4: yes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Well,
0: I don't know much about this second half. All I know really is that it's written by Stephen Moffat. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, I think that... There will be something creepy that ties in with childhood fears. A dead person will continue to talk through technological means. Something about perception filters and time travel. The Doctor will get out of a bad situation by getting out of it and then telling himself how he got out of it so he can get out of it. And the Doctor will be someone's childhood friend. Oh, also space monkeys.
2: The curse of the black spot.
0: He's going to wear a Balmoral bonnet. I think mine's quite similar to yours. My prediction is the Doctor will say something along the lines of... I wear eye patches now. Eye patches are cool. Mm-hmm. I, I wear hook hands. I have a hook hand now. Hook hands are cool.
3: I've got scurvy now. Scurvy is cool. My my um, accurate plot summary is that acne will break out on the TARDIS after Rory and Amy spend a weekend eating far too many potato-based snacks. However, danger beckons when one of the blemishes becomes cursed and steals the TARDIS. I like that. A self-aware, super-intelligent blackhead. Yep.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Captain Jack will make a return in this episode, but he will insist his surname is Sparrow. The Doctor's
1: wife.
0: The Doctor's going to wear a beanie.
1: A beanie baby or a beanie hat?
0: Beanie hat. The returning character with a new face that we've all heard about is the face of Mm Bo.
4: Apparently this person, right, uh, with the new face, appeared in the War Games?
0: and uh, no, two different bits Word of information. The There's something we haven't seen since the, the War Games, and the Doctor's friend will reappear with a new face. Ah, most people think it's going to be
3: Romana.
1: I think it's going to be very Chaucerian, with lots of farting and jiggling. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's not going to be actually the Doctor's wife, no, nope. because that's too simple. It's not going to be River Song. Anything um, it won't be River with Song. River Song. It'd be, this is well, this is Stephen Moffat and Neil Gaiman coming up with yeah. this, so it's not going to be that easy. Um, it might be an ex-wife. I it, like the idea of that.
1: It might be just a random medical doctor who has a wife.
3: Ah, mm-hmm. a could be a character called the doctor who has a
4: wife.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: I think that this is my summary of what will happen. The doctor and his new bride go to visit his in-laws for the weekend, but his clumsy nature means Hollywood-style hilarity ensues.
0: Oh. Nice.
3: I wondered mm-hmm. if the doctor's wife would be pl- played in
0: a surprise casting coup by Tom Baker. As like a pantomime dame character <laughs> with a cabbage on it, on her shoulder. <laughs> um, and one more, I just want to say, I think this will be the best episode of the season. I think this will be like Amor's Choice, that sort of surprise jewel that doesn't really have anything to do with anything else, mm. but
4: it's just brilliant.
3: The rebel flares!
4: He's going to wear a Groucho Marx nose glasses and moustache comedy combo. That's not a hat, though. I know it's not a hat, but it's that's what he's going for to be your wearing. Face.
1: Look at Philip Treacy. He always makes hats for faces, like he puts on Grace Jones.
3: Hat face. <laughs> face made of hats. And the plot, I think, will be that the Dr. Amy and Rory attempt to help a man who's so dull that even his very skin wants to escape him. Uh, I thought, seeing as Matthew
0: Graham's writing it, that it will be a direct sequel to Fear Her, answering the question all of fandom
3: is asking what next for that squiggly thing in the cupboard? <laughs> I, th- I thought, is that the second question they're asking, other than... Why? Why, Matthew? <laughs> Don't knock it, man. I love fear Her.
1: The idea of flesh rebelling makes me think of skin crawling, right? So mm-hmm. what if there is, with somebody who is so creepy, like just a bit, in, oh, I'm, I'm look, talking to you, but I'm looking at your boobs, right? What if it's somebody who's so cl- creepy that all the flesh on people who are trying to have a conversation with them just... Escapes yeah. and makes a break for the ventilation system. Well, when sorry. he
0: looks at the boobs, the boobs detach themselves and run, run off. away.
1: <laughs> the almost people, formerly gangers.
4: He's going to wear a knotted handkerchief,
3: mm, like a gumby.
1: The almost people—it's the conservatives again, isn't
3: it? No, isn't that the Lib Dems?
1: Oh, oh harsh!
3: Boom! Um, okay, take what? that, Lib Dems! I wouldn't like to be the Lib Dems right now. Um, OK, my idea for this is that The Almost People is going to be the Doctor Amy and Rory having to defend the Earth from a sudden invasion of preschool warriors armed with nothing but baby wipes, three bottles of milk and a glove puppet of a baboon wearing glasses.
2: A good man goes to war.
3: He's going to wear a hard hat. <laughs> a builder's hard hat?
4: Mm-hmm. Yep, he'll be needing it, I think. Not a
0: soldiers of World War II... Me, no, helmet.
4: no, not too obvious, really. Hard hat, I think, is the way to go on that one, judging by what I've seen. Okay, mm. Chris, what do you think is going to happen? In I it?
3: think it's going to be a low key episode for a finale. Um, set in the trenches in the first world war, the doctor and Rory have hidden there to escape a cyber unit sent to kill them, but they haven't noticed that the padre is a bit shiny and clanks when he walks.
1: I'm quite interested by the whole concept of a good man who's obviously the doctor going to war. I think that, you know, in terms of his levels of aggression and things, it'd be quite interesting to see him get incoherent. And I don't actually think he'd be any good if he if he really was that angry. I think he would just be so incandescent that he'd probably stop functioning and just shut down and... just run round in small circles with heat radiating off him until he uh, until he wore out those massive long legs and then just sat around on the stump screaming like the Black Knight in Monty Python about <laughs> how he was going to get you and come and have a go and all of that.
0: Now Laura's actually picked up on something there because Stephen Moffat has talked about what he was interested in is pushing the Doctor so far that he goes to war, basically that he, he loses himself, mm-hmm. that he, he's pushed so far that he is... He is using everything to just end this enemy, whatever it is. But also, we have to think about the good man as River killed a good man. It could be any man, couldn't it? It could be... Well, I thought it was possibly TV's John Goodman
3: of Roseanne and live-action version of the Flintstones fame. And temporary president of the United States. In the West Wing. From Laura's argument, the alternative title to this could be uh, The Time Lords Who Say...
2: "ni." Nee. It's the end of the preview section thing. So
3: that is how season six
0: is going to play out. We will keep this episode and at the end of the season (laughs) we will play back all the bits that we got right. I'm feeling very confident. We predicted the Fez last year. We predicted a load of stuff, actually. Mm. I'm very confident.
4: Me too.
1: So these three CADs who I work with decided they would take the afternoon off and go and visit the Doctor Who experience. I wasn't a part of this great sojourn, so I will say to them, hey, give us a report now so I can live vicariously through your ramblings.
0: Well, hello and welcome everyone. This is our... Doctor Who experience special live report we are sitting in the cafe of the Doctor Who experience right now. I've nearly fainted with excitement. Can you explain how excited I am guys? Well, you know how flappy Andy normally. Well, you don't. We tell you how flappy Andy is normally. He is moving so fast now; he could be a weeping angel.
3: He has caused a minor storm in
0: Sussex. What are we looking forward to? We're we looking forward to the experience. We're we looking forward to seeing the props, costumes. Yes.
4: Do you know what I'm most looking forward to? Is meeting K9. Is actually meeting K9. John Leeson? No, no, no. I've heard no, he's no, not K9. quite k so keen. Who, who's here? John Leeson? I'm talking about K9.
0: Right. I am really, very, very, very excited, and I love the fact the Wi-Fi password is spoilers. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a nice touch. I said
0: that on Twitter, but it's what we call a overarching brand experience. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so there we go. We're about to go in. So Hooray. very exciting. So we'll see you on the other side of the experience. Cheerio. Bye. Bye. Okay, well, we've just come out of the ex. Uh, what is it? Experience part it's been, of the, ex, the experience.
4: experience bit where we couldn't take photos. It's literally
0: just happened, so we're <laughs> going to. And someone's just walked past, and we look l- l- like the epitome
4: of geek. I can't think of anything more geeky than. Sigma's sat between the, the Alf and me, and he's holding this microphone thing, and it's got a red light on it, and it looks a bit like we're trying to teleport somewhere. So we've all got to get in really close and huddle together and hang on to this microphone that looks really Doctor Who special effecty.
0: Honestly, a woman just walked past us, and it's probably the least masculine I've ever felt. <laughs> but it's okay. So quickly yeah, yeah. before uh, before Eric, we've just literally had the experience. So what did people think?
4: I really enjoyed it. I loved it. In fact. Oh my goodness! You're going to have to come som- in a bit, guys. S- oh, Somebody what? should have taken a photograph of my face when we walked into the TARDIS.
0: It is very clever impressive. how they've made the TARDIS appear. You walk in, mm. you get into the room. It, it's brilliant. It's I'm so well thought the, out.
3: Just the idea of bringing the littlest Doctor here is—I'm going to really enjoy seeing his little <laughs> face. And
0: I, we were very lucky in that there was only six of us, and I think it's mm. made for twenty, thirty people. Yeah. So, yeah, so we like got that. all the be- we got to control the TARDIS. We got to do it all. But I, I would have cool. quite enjoyed seeing it with a load of kids. I love the idea
3: that they've done that that with two rails, so all the parents can stand behind and let the kids go forward (laughs) and do the controls. That's brilliant. Um,
4: And Matt Smith is in his element. uh,
0: But yeah, flying the TARDIS. There was just a moment inside the TARDIS where I looked around and saw my two companions, (laughs) well, my companions, my co-hosts with me, and I just thought... I
3: wonder which part you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought to myself, this is everything that I wanted when I was a kid to be standing <laughs> mm, in the yeah. TARDIS with my friends oh
4: yeah and the doctor says okay so who's got the control that's remarked, uh, that's marked what was it what diagnostics, diagnostics or s- diagnostics, navigation navigation technology. who's got the control and it was me and I Andy, struck my oh, hand up and he you raised hand
0: his up. hand <laughs> and everyone else laughed at him <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yes so I think that
3: is it was brilliant also. it was very, yes indeed very very good you come in
0: Watch The cars at www.thewoodcast.com Well, we're back in the Doctor Who Experience branded cafe where we can get a Time Lord toffee. No, I couldn't think of something quick enough.
4: No, a, carry a... A night coffee.
0: Yeah, that's good. Well <laughs> done. You're firing on all cylinders.
4: A Master's Mochettino. Chino. Ooh. <laughs> a donna Donut... A, a, a Dalek donut uh, something
0: to do with Doctor Who that begins with F Frappuccino
3: please hang up
2: and try again
0: mm. I didn't realise I, I tried to avoid pe- like reviews of this I didn't realise how much of an adventure you go on in that first half mm. an hour I kind of thought we'd go into the TARDIS just straight into the console room and the Doctor would talk at us yeah. and that would be the experience. I didn't realise get to land on a on a Dalek ship and go through a forest. No, that was
3: a really nice surprise. Watch really. the
0: TARDIS
4: appear in front mm, of yeah. you. Yeah, that was incredible. The, and then run into it. And then there's the bit with the 3D... Um, effects of all the monsters coming towards you down the uh, the title sequence. Yeah, oh. yeah
0: good 3D as well with the um, angels. Uh, yeah. You don't see the w- as they move and then they're suddenly reaching out right yeah, by your neck. It's the first 3D I've been
3: impressed by.
4: Yeah, their claws come uncomfortably close to you, don't they? Mm. Oh, and the Hoix costume is missing from the exhibition, saying it's been <laughs> refurbished. I don't think that's true. I think they're using it in filming right now. I was very
0: disappointed by the signs they used when what, say the, the were behind
4: Pandorica there. no, no the co- <laughs> when
0: the costumes weren't there they just said they're away for repair I think yeah. they should have specific signs for each costume when they're away so like when the weeping angel isn't there it was to say you, know, you blinked yeah. or yeah.
3: something what do we think of the things we know who, who wrote the, uh, the signage for the exhibition how do we rate the signs I thought they were kind of mediocre Oh, they'd be a bit better. No, no. no. <laughs> I liked the Fifth Doctor sign, Chris so much. I did actually. I took a photo of it. Yeah, Alf loved the Fifth Doctor description. I went to the one down at Land's End a couple of years ago, and it was similar. It was it was about a tenner, I suppose. Um, and it was there were there were about as many things in it, but you could get nowhere near as close to some of it, and it, this was just. It looked like it had been designed better and a uh, much better kind of do you interactive think, experience. Do you, think,
4: do you think they put the oud behind glass here because they knew we were coming? Yeah, the oud costume was one of the only costumes that was behind glass, yeah. which means you so. couldn't
0: get a decent picture because the flash refracted off the surface. But I think it's because the tendrils are easy to reach up and just grab. You could, ha- you could have little kids hanging off
3: the tendrils... <laughs> We're not, Tentra- in- souvenirs. We're not going for intergalactic conspiracy theory just yet, then.
0: No, but they saw us coming, like, <laughs> right, we'll ruin all of their cover art. Yeah, quick, the, quick, art, cover the shield. <laughs> OK, so in true Oodkast style, <laughs> let's have three words that sum up our experience of Doctor Experience experience
3: everyone's looking at me it looks so, like I'm well, going first well, I'll go first if you like because okay. I can throw in a, a bonus um, Jim Bowen accent go super on. smashing great <laughs> super smashing great
4: well designed brilliance
0: experience 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 the experience <laughs> that's six just, just the last three
3: <laughs> experience the experience now ho, 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 ho. what a great day that was i really enjoyed I was it buzzing 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 i've not been able to sleep since
4: <laughs> i've not used my doctor who police box mug act yet because i just like looking at it
0: <laughs> you know you can still look at it once it's full of hot water and and other liquids no not the way he looks at it <laughs> Well, so this is it. Uh, This is the first of eight weekly Oodcasts. We hope you've enjoyed our preview, and we hope you will meet us back here next week, where we get to discuss actual, concrete, real new
1: Doctor Who. Oh! (gasps) Oh no! I'm going to have to clean that up, aren't I?
0: We just wanted to add something to the end of this episode because since we've recorded the show, we've learnt that Elizabeth Sladen has died. It's weird because you don't think these kind of things are going to affect you as much as they actually do. I guess she was part of my childhood and I just about held it together until I read the Newsround article that reported her death and there were about 200 comments on there from kids... ...you know, sort of 8 to 12 year olds... ...just all saying how much they admired her... ...and how much they loved the series... ...and it that kind of uh, tipped me over the edge a little bit. Um, I don't really have the words to say what all of this means... ...so I'm going to read a little bit of poetry... ...from my favourite book, The Little Prince. If a man loves a flower... ...of which just one single blossom grows... ...in all the millions and millions of stars... It is enough for him just to look at the sky. He can say to himself, somewhere my flower is there. To him, all the sky is a riot of flowers. Travel well, Sarah Jane.